0: All right, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you are listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. We are sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 and Troost in Kansas City, Missouri. Today on the show, we have Joe Stanziola, also known as Secondhand King. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Happy to have you. Thank you. Um, If anyone is interested, um, I did guest on uh, Joe's uh, Secondhand City podcast. Uh, about like almost a year ago, sponsored by maybe? Hams. At least six months ago, sponsored, sponsored by Hams. Sponsored by yeah.
1: uh, Well, we, none of our sponsors are real. Yeah, uh, Hot Bugs Cookies. We've been giving them free promotion for about three months mu- for forever since we started. Mm. Uh, so I respect that you actually have sponsors and real, real people. No, oh, yeah. Uh, that being
0: said. Uh, sponsored by Hotbox Cookies. Yeah, let's Hotbox just get Hotbox? let's get yeah, the sponsorship. Send, send me some cookies. I, I sent them What's an up? email and they replied. Uh, oh, maybe canes would be tight too. Uh, to that whole anything in the Westport area would be nice. Just well, send us some free. Yeah. Are you not? Are you, are you not
1: a caniac? Joke? No, I am a caniac. That's, that's don't, good. Don't get me wrong. I love some canes, but I, you know, in this house we are caniacs. I saw. I saw there's a caniac. There's a cane. When I was walking up. There yeah, was we're, a, we're not posers. No, this is real. I mean, there's hot sauce packets in front of the house. <laughs> you know. Yeah. This is this shit's real. It's real. <laughs> but to get to the actual
0: real shit, um, you have a new album out that came out in June called Frankie. Yep. And that's your sixth full length release
1: as Secondhand King. Yeah, I, I mean, I have, I have one one album called the Santa Sangre EP hmm. uh so i guess that ep so yeah. yeah sixth
0: oh yeah so when what was the f- like f- when, what year did you start doing second hand king
1: um i started in 2008 hmm. and what i what i what i did initially coming up is i would like just hit up every single producer i could find And just by, I have just a huge file of beats on my computer and I would just, just have a, just a laundry list of of beats from producers. And I just started like, like I've had, I've just had millions of beats. So I've made millions of albums and I mean, that's before Mm it's getting ahead of myself, but you know, so like, is that still kind
0: of just the approach you take, like just, or do you like really focus in more on your albums nowadays? Like, I I, like, you know, you have a specific like process and
1: set of ideas that you want to. It's definitely changed. I mean, that's why I have like seven things. Mm. You know, I think, and it, I think, Frankie, Frankie, was more like this is this is exactly what I want. Um, but oddly enough, there are two beats on there that I bought when I was uh, in two thousand nine. So, you know, I'm just just a hoarder. Yeah, you it's know, been a been a long time coming for
0: those those beats. <laughs> <laughs> do you do, do, do you keep them organized pretty well then, or no. did you just like stumble
1: across these? You're like, oh, I forgot I had these. Well, I just I, I feel something like mm. I feel like a an emotion or something, and I'm like, okay, I have to get this out somehow. And sometimes it's just like, okay, I like this now, mm. you know. So, I just I'm a hoarder, mm. Aaron, and <laughs> I'm a I'm a jabroni. Do do can do people look straight at the camera? Uh, not usually, but if you a have if a I certain stare point, you it. want to drive home, you you're free
0: to do so. I am a hoarder, <laughs> man. This is, I guess, man. All, all of your problems just come out when you when you speak into a microphone. I feel right? way like, more
1: comfortable right now. Yeah, and that? I, that's a disorder, I'm sure, because <laughs> like there's a camera and there's a microphone and it's being recorded. But I feel like I'm much more confident. Mm. You know, I don't know what that is. Yeah.
0: I forgot what we were getting at when I guessed it on Secondhand City, but we definitely delved into by mistake really some personal
1: things of yours I feel like
0: Maybe. Well, that happens a <laughs> lot but
1: I just really get people in my apartment so we can talk about my problems mm. that's what second hand city has been yeah it's just free um, free therapy yeah yeah and i'm looking forward to turning this into that as well, well so we're off, we're off to a great start <laughs> i think
0: <laughs> uh but yeah like what so you you bill yourself kind of on Bandcamp and, like, other social media and stuff as the original doo-wop rapper. When, like, did you know, like, right off the bat when you started releasing stuff, like, that was what you wanted to go for?
1: No, I mean, initially, I just wanted to make hip-hop. Like, I just wanted to specifically make something that... Because, like, I, I, I mean, I still listen to Pusha T's new album, Daytona. And, like, it's just, there's just, like, this grittiness that hip-hop has that I just can't shake. Um, so, initially, like, that's, that's where I came from, and that's how I started. But at the same time, like, if I would have even attempted to put out, like, a Daytona project, that would be so fake and, like, not me. You, so, you never sold coke? I've never sold coke, oh, okay. coke. No, in fact, I've only done Coke a handful of times. Mm. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think I think for me, it, like the wop part of it, it's just like it makes sense. If you know me, you know that like I'm just like a like that's just kind of who I am. So when I heard it, when I first like really got into doo-wop music, I was like, okay. So this is who I am. This is what I feel. How do I connect these two and be this guy?
0: Mm-hmm. So did you kind of grow up on that type of music, or is that something kind of discovered on your own? Like,
1: Well, it started, I mean, I'm from the suburbs. Uh, I have a few years on you. Um, so back in my day. <laughs> Ooh, got me there. <laughs> Can you so, I'm saying so, that, does that feel now? good? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't, Aaron. As much as you think it would, it doesn't. Uh, we, I, I, started out with Limp Biscuit.
0: Mm.
1: As a great place to start. Cringy up. as that is, no, they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're great. No, I've, I've
0: been like on a big like new metal kick lately. It's a lot of fun. Oh, really? Yeah, you know.
1: Slipknot, you would call Limp Corn. Biscuit new metal? Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but what really I got from that album was the Red Man. Uh, the Red Man feature. And then I got deeper with Eminem. You know, that happened. Mm. And then I got even deeper with Tupac. And Tupac is where I, like, fell in love. That's where I was like, all right, fuck. This is, like, an expression that is so honest and it's, like, so real and so passionate and so driven. Like, that's what I want to do. Uh, and then Kanye kind of progressed it. So that, that's just kind of how I, I grew up on, like, Kanye and, like, Tupac. And um, I, I did stop listening to Limp Bizkit after I discovered Tupac. Mm-hmm. So I got better. Maybe you'll make your way back there one, one day. I hope so, you know. We're all rooting for you. I mean, that'll, that'll be, my, like, my funeral song. Mm. I did it all for the nookie. That's, you know, what what more do you want out of life? You know, that's, that's what a lot of people do it for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's the end of the <laughs> podcast. It's been real. Thank you for having you know, me. We're just
0: out here to spread knowledge about um, Limp Biscuit. And, that, you know, that's
1: the main goal of the. Limp Biscuit awareness show. Mm. is super underrated. Um, you know, mm. we, we could do like a PSA. That'd be. Yeah. Good use of time, Do you do drugs?
0: I Never.
1: Camera off. Do you- <laughs> well, I, I'm asking because I would I would like to know if I want to kinda get into microdosing. <laughs> I I I'm I'm not
0: the one to help you with that. I'm okay. I'm cheering for you, but maybe I know a guy. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just came to my head. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. <laughs>
1: it just seems like a good idea.
0: Yeah. Do you think it'd help with your creative process? And I think so. That? Yeah.
1: You know, I hear it helps with depression.
0: No, yeah. I hear, I'm sure it puts you in like a good mood and all that. And, like, and
1: maybe it's just because I got like Barry Bond staring at me from the corner of the room.
0: Yeah are you saying Barry Bonds microdose? no but some the new way it's information?
1: like pictured raising the bar and he's like orange yeah it, it looks like like if I were tripping on acid and the, just how uninterested he is on the you gotta like put a picture of it we have to like show them <laughs> anyways maybe you can tweet that I could yeah have you been following I start, I'm starting a business on my twitter oh yeah it's pop okay yeah you have a uh, Papa, Papa secondhand, Papa secondhand pizzeria hand located off I thirty five in IKEA Way. Um, we just, oh my god, come on! <laughs> There's a dog. Uh, yeah, we just started. Um, and we're, we're like really picking up steam. I've mm-hmm. been using random hashtags on Twitter, just bringing people into the store, uh, and we just eclipsed uh, sixty thousand dollars in our first week. So, I'm feeling really good. Yeah, and you—you you can tell you really uh, love your customers. I so. do. I absolutely love my customers. I didn't have a—I mu- didn't have this before Papa Secondhand King's Pizzeria, and I just feel like people feel more comfortable around me. Except for kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is your podcast. This isn't my podcast. Look, at I'm just taking over. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing about
0: your, your pizza entrepreneurship and I don't know how to handle social media. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like, I hardly have time to shit post. Like, like you can tell, like I need to be working on something by like how much I'm like shit posting on Twitter. Like Facebook, I just completely forego now aside from like, like event pages and stuff. Do people like, still it's just, use Facebook? They really do. And it's wild to me because it's just so like bloated and
1: yeah, there's too much stuff on there. I don't know what, I don't know what people are looking for hmm. on Facebook. Like I, I would love to like, I just feel like there's no connection, you know, on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Think about that Zuckerberg. Yeah, you Why aren't people
1: connecting anymore? No. Uh,
0: no man, like and just like you're just like it's just a barrage of like shareable videos now. Like that's all it is. Like and I, yeah. it makes sense because there's like money in that due to the ads they can throw on them. But like it's just not fun to use. So how do you find events? Oh, just like by being friends and like following people that book them and just like checking their pages, I guess. So okay, okay, I, yeah. So. Getting some, some
1: marketing ideas here? Well, I mean, I just, like, I don't... I use Facebook like a mailing list. Yeah. Like, I just... And then occasionally, every once in a while, I'll say something that I'm, like, feeling mm. that's, like, kind of funny. Or I'll ask for help with something. And that's the thing I like about Twitter, is that Twitter, I can, like, connect directly with people. And when I made... And when I first opened up the pizzeria, um, people... Like, I got, like, six text messages. And I, I don't get that much response. And I think there's still, like... And this is my problem with Instagram, too. And Instagram's, like, the new thing, right? And it's, like, I I don't know what to post. Instagram inherently makes me, like, anxious. Because I think... I think a lot of people want to tell their tell a story like and it's always bullshit mm-hmm. you know so I just I don't know how to handle social media and maybe you do I don't know no oh, yeah I
0: mean I don't think that's too like I'm sure a lot of people have that kind of uh challenge that they face and like I don't know like yeah it is it is lame that like as someone In like a creative field that you have to basically use it at this point. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of different ways to go about it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm any expert in that. I just think I want to know. I mean, is there anyone that you
1: know that like does well with it? Like, Uh who do you who do you enjoy? Do you enjoy like just from like a
0: like a publishing standpoint, or just like a a a personality? Yeah, just personality wise. Man, I like, I mean, all the. Like. Like both of the guys from Bodega Boys, they're always fun. I, oh man, yeah. I remember when I was on your show. You're like, who's that? So,
1: I checked them out. Oh yeah, you have, you yeah, have yeah. seen them yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're okay. cool. They're great.
0: Oh no, yeah, they're always good on Twitter and like.
1: But they're like honest. They're like,
0: and they have a platform that's. No, like, yeah, and they've like just branded themselves so well. That's you know it. I'm yeah. It sounds stupid to like say that about people like, but.
1: I like, think they, they saying, know though. they know who
0: they are and they know how to write a funny tweet that relates to their upbringing and their their city and their personality and all that. So yeah, yeah. they I think they do a good and that's why they they have a showtime show now.
1: So that's exciting. And that's it. You know, mm. I I've, I've been accused of berating people on social media. Mm. And that's what not their what are, they, all what what I are I their want. names? Who are the names of yeah, that who, who said who that? Have you berated <laughs> <laughs> i can't I can't say names no, uh but i I have like and I just don't know what to post, and I'm always doing something musical like i' I've, I've got a show most of the time, mm-hmm. or like I just really want people to hear Frankie, so I will come up with a video or just like, hey, this is a song maybe you didn't see or didn't hear, so maybe it'll catch you. And it's, like, self-promotion, and it's kind of lame, but, like, I just don't, I mean, I just feel so uh, dissonant from it. And maybe it's, like, a marketing, branding, whatever-ing issue it is, but...
0: No, yeah, I feel like if people don't want to see you promote their stuff, your stuff, they shouldn't follow you. I mean, it really is that easy, I think. Like, I don't think social media is worth overthinking about? I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'll, I'll overthink anything, Aaron. I... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely anything. We've come to learn this. Uh, but to get back to music <laughs> stuff... <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: No, no. Um, you you wrote in the the notes online that Frankie is the album of a doo-wop singer forced into the modern world to discover love, life, and heartbreak. And I wanted to know how close... like. Would you consider it like a concept album to an extent?
1: Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. like that's sort of how I like hide behind an insecurity is Mm -hmm. just I just want to call it a concept record. So
0: so how much of yourself do you do you see in Frankie?
1: There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, there. It's like it's it's a variation of myself. It's like it's like an Instagram photo book of. Of Frankie, the idea of Frankie. Mm. I feel like it goes back to me feeling more comfortable in front of a camera and in front of a mic. I feel like I can be more honest with myself if I'm not directly talking about myself. Mm. I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to talk about people. I don't want to talk about the real people. I want to talk about the people that I can feel, you know? So there's i mean it's it's there's a lot of me in there and that's all real and that all comes from real there's that charlie parker quote you know you can't play it if you haven't lived it you know so i don't know oh and i guess that
0: that that is like an interesting like quote in the means of looking at like even like a lot of modern hip hop and like well, music of any type really i guess like like everyone maybe not everyone but like a lot of people nowadays are focused on like oh is is that person like really a gangster or are they are they like a true country guy like or did they just like
1: buy a cowboy hat and a pickup truck you know like well there's this like fight for authenticity i think that everybody deals with mm-hmm. and this comes back to like social media it's like i've never had this much fun on twitter until i started with my new business mm-hmm. Secondhand King's Pop Pop Papa Pizzeria, Um, which is real, Mm. it's not. But you know, it's like for some reason there's like a breakthrough in that because everybody's very aware, you know, and like at the same music is the same way. Like, what are what are Drake and Pusha T even beefing about? It's authenticity, you know, and like what what goes beyond that. Like that's that's why I can respect that's why every conversation I've ever had with Marty from Ebony Tuss is like like fuck, that's that's real. That's why the music is what it is, you know, and you can just you can just tell. And I think I mean if I don't do, I don't know if you listen to the radio. Occasionally, yeah. If you do listen to like ninety five point seven and ninety three uh, not usually like top forty, but Like, Hot 103
0: or, like, The Rock Station sometimes. Do you listen to 96.5 at all? Uh,
1: Occasionally. Like, and I love, I've gotten love from 96.5, and I think, and not to shit on, like, but even, like, if you listen to, like, 93.3 or, like, 95.7, a lot of that stuff, and it's out of their control, I think, but a lot of that stuff, like, you listen to it, and it's just, it's just, I just can't feel anything. Mm. And it, and it makes me, like, apocalyptically depressed, you know? Because mm. why the fuck do we even need to play it if it doesn't do anything, you know? And I, I think you can, you can just tell who's, who's really here, mm. you know? Like Aaron Alexander, you can tell that he's really here, he's really doing it, and he's really in that, like, I could say a million names, but I don't know. Mm. Do, do you feel like
0: pop music used to be more authentic? Are you, like, an old I'm soul? I'm not that guy. Or, yeah. No,
1: I'm not that guy. I do think doo was, like, a little more honest in that, like, at least it wasn't, like, trying to be something it wasn't. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, th- how many songs about the fucking summer do I need to hear? I know what the summer is. I know what's happening.
0: Mm.
1: I don't feel like i'm in on, on an island when I hear these songs mm. so what what's the fucking point? Why are we even why are we producing these things? Why is there so much money behind these things? because they're not on the you have to pay to get on the radio for the most part. Mm. I mean you got to pay to play the game and it's like why is why is it that other than just random bullshit, wouldn't, you know? Wouldn't you
0: say that, like, it is a type of, like, escapism then when people are singing about, like, the summertime and, like, goofy love songs and stuff like that? Yeah. Mm. And, you know, wouldn't you say that... Well, like, I was thinking while you were saying, like, that it's been more fun to use Twitter yes, since man. you... <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. wow. I can't <laughs> hold myself back. <laughs> yes, man. Yes, man. <laughs> that it has been. <laughs> there we go. It has been more fun to use Twitter since you created the the Papa Secondhand persona.
1: Yeah, and now like, I'm
0: escaping Twitter. Yeah. yeah, you're. So I'm part of the problem. See, no, I think it's it's a circular thing. Like everyone enjoys like creating either, like, a place in their mind where things are fun in summer all the time or, like, where you're a weird, like, a funny pizza guy. But I'm aware of the joke.
1: Yeah. And I don't think think they are. I think the the sheep will need to wake up? I think the sheep will need to wake up. (laughs) Wake up, nerds. Fucking Alex Jones. Alex Jones, he's InfoWars guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yikes. So you, uh, that's where secondhand city's going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kill me now Aaron kill me now I, I think people just need to be aware of the joke mm. cause it I think that's where I feel like it's authentic it's like yeah. when I hear a song that there's a song that I hear a lot at my day job and it's summer time summer time I don't know anything else, but I know there's a rap verse in there, too, for no reason. Mm. And I just don't, I just, like, I want to meet the people that like that song. I want to know why you like that song. And maybe I'm just a snob. But, like, what Where? What are you escaping, you know? But at the same time, I know people that play music I don't like that they escape to. And I don't know. I don't I, I'm always in my head for these reasons. Mm. But anyways, it's fine. It's okay. But
0: um, how, do you think you've, like, explored, like, kind of, like like, I don't know. I haven't listened to your other albums as much as I have this one. So maybe, like, I just wasn't, like, I wasn't able to catch it. But, like, mm. have you explored, like, similar concepts before or like at least like another album's worth
1: of like concept. Yeah, I mean, I think I think before the bomb drops which was the, like the, like almost blue is just really the B-sides of before the bomb drops mm-hmm. and before the bomb drops was like me exploring um what's like real and what happens when it all goes away. I think and where is the genuineness, gen, genuineness, genuinicity that's not a word, uh, but where is, where are we being genuine in music that, like, makes you understand where other people are coming from? Because, like, I mean, I don't mean to get too existential, but, like, the human existence is, like, here and here, and we're on this planet for, like, 20 minutes, so why are we not connected and i and i guess i guess that's my biggest problem with ingenu ingenuineness mm. is that i don't feel connected and that that's where the depression comes from and that's where you know and I, th- I think frankie is a little bit about that too in the same way not to give it away or anything but like if i feel sort of out of place frankie feels sort of out of place and like what what are we trying to understand mm. oh yeah so there are a couple like layers
0: to the the story of like not feeling connected like you you're saying that this this old singer was like transported to modern times but also and he can't connect because of that but or like yeah i think these
1: underlying reasons i think i'm like a related. repressed person a little bit not repressed but like that was the worst statement I think I ever could have made, but i think I think i'm like an i think I'm like an old timey person that like doesn't want um, that is trying to like love love myself in a way and like love that so that and I think that's where the understanding is coming from i guess i don't know mm. i don't know
0: no yeah um but the album opens up with the title track of Frankie, and that's a really, like, fun song. It's just, like, super punchy, and I don't know, I really like the rhythm to it. But, um, yeah, at the end, and see this also, like, I shouldn't have spent more time with the older albums, but, like, at near the end, there's, like, kind of the, like, the group vocals of, like, singing Frankie, Mm-hmm. And like, has was that something that like was that actually like group vocals or did you just dub a bunch of like
1: voices over each other? Or it was initially going to be like I was going to get like six people in the room, mm. uh, but it just ended up being me. Frankie, 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 just like all these, mm. all these layers. So. I just wanted to get that Broadway thing, you know? No, oh, yeah, like, I, I hadn't heard that in any of your other tracks before,
0: and, like, I think that was a cool part of, like, extending, like, the doo wop feel to it. so... Thank you, man. No, yeah. And, um, what else did I have about the album? Oh, yeah, and the, the second track, Mr. Somebody, it, like, interpolates, um, In the Mood mm-hmm. by Glenn
1: Miller. Yes. And that. Well, by. Whoever. No, yeah, whoever. I mean, we don't need... Popularized by... Popularized, but that's yeah. a public domain song. Uh, yes. Right? I, I think so. <coughs> uh, that's a public domain song, young man. Sure, sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone's coming for you. Let's hope uh, not.
0: But yeah, no, yeah. And, like, I'm sure that, like, that uh, melody has been worked into plenty of songs before, but, like, you know, the way it was kind of chopped up... I I enjoyed that also. Like, Thank who you, man. who worked? Like, did did you do
1: much like production work? That on That was the album? Bakuda, Bakuda, mm-hmm. and I think I'm saying that right. And that was a beat that I'd had for a while. Oh yeah, uh, and I just didn't know what to do with it. And that song initially was like, I wasn't even maybe going to put it on the album. Uh, and then I played it for my manager, and then he thought it was his it was his favorite song, and. I don't know. I, I, I've i sort of grown to love that song, I guess. So what,
0: what was your, like... Is, like, every song, like, a different producer? Are they all, like, local
1: people? Like, or... I got just... Rick Mon on a few. Mm. Uh, Nick Siegel did the interludes. Uh, he just played the piano on the interludes. But other than that, uh, hopefully I'm not missing anybody. I mainly just worked with other people. Mm. Uh, Rhapsodist did Vulnerable. Um this guy named Andre Marionette did um he's out of Minneapolis uh he did uh The King of Broken Hearts and there she was. Um so I'm just like go so wrong was flawless. Uh and then I I have this really bad problem where like I always want to like work I don't like having so many producers on stuff. I would love to just work with one person. Now that I have a band, we're going to record together. So we're gonna keep it just in house and just us. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's just like something I've always kinda done unknowingly.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess but I,
1: I think the album like
0: does sound like surprisingly cohesive in its production being that it Thank was you. done by like and pay me 10, like, different people, yeah. like, so. <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah, it sounds like maybe you didn't get everyone in a room all the time, so.
1: Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, it's, it's hard to, like, it's just money, man. Mm. Money is, money is, like, the, everybody wants money. Everybody, and they, everybody deserves money. I mean, I want to pay people. I just don't always, I just need to eat and live somewhere. Pop, pop a hands communist pizza. <laughs> communist? <laughs>
0: Because Alex every, Jones,
1: every, every, no, everyone deserves <laughs> money and oh yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. You're going on another level. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Jesus, I riled up. That's crazy. Um,
0: yeah, but and and um, being like you mentioned, uh, Rick Mon has some production on the album yeah. and like. You and Dominico both, like, I appreciate, like, how much you guys try to work with, like, all the intelligent sound folks, too, because, like... They're great, that's, dude. That's, like, I don't think people realize, like... I don't, I don't want to call them a resource, but, like, there's just, like, a, an army... A small army of, like, beat makers that, like, I feel like not enough rappers, like, take advantage of... Well, not, not take advantage of, but, you know. They're try, so talented. Try to work with,
1: yeah. You know? I mean, and Peter Anthony is one of the hardest working guys in the city. And he's somebody that you can just tell right on the instant that he's fucking authentic and, like, genuine and Mm. just just really there. And I think, like, you know, like, Lion is, like, super talented. Uh, There's just so many talented people in Intelligent Sounds, and they all work so fucking hard. And it's, like, all Kansas City is missing. And one thing I appreciate about what you're doing here is, like, that you're giving a platform to this island because Kansas City is an island and, like, people aren't doing this, you know? Like... So I respect that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, and um, I just remember
0: you had played Boulevardia recently Mm -hmm. and they, like, a lot of the intelligent sound guys were involved with the the silent disco area too Mm -hmm. and I saw some of that popped up in your vlog uh, (laughs) just hanging out there. Have you ever done one of those before? No, I haven't been to one in person.
1: Do you dance?
0: When I mean, you go out, do you? N- never.
1: Maybe really. you should. You should start, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll have to teach me. <laughs> well, you, that's the thing. There is no teaching. Mm. You, just, you just move. you got to feel it. Your body. I hear you got to move the hips. Mm. The hips. you got to move your hips. Uh, but silent disco is like... So we played at 1 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon, which is very early. And it's also very, like, hot. So we, like, walk by, sound the disc, and we're like, all right. I mean, this is a little strange. I mean, there's no music playing, and it's a bunch of people dancing. But then as soon as I put on the headphones, I could, I just, like, and part of this is Rick Mon was did, that's that's who we went and danced, But Peter Anthony was running the thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, like, this, like, it's just so freeing. I don't know if I was, like, really drunk enough or just, you know, but, like, it's just, like, you're in your own world, like, just sort of dancing. And it's it's great. I highly recommend it. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I can
0: imagine you got, a, at Boulevard, you get some decent drink tickets and
1: comps and stuff like that. There's a lot of Rattlers. Mm. Aaron, there's a lot of Rattlers. And Rattlers taste like soda pop. mm you know, I miss the Tech 9 beer. Oh yeah, the the Caribou. Did you try it? I've not tried it. I went and bought it later. It was like $16 yeah. for a four pack. Ooh. Uh I wasn't a fan. We're not sponsored
0: by uh Boulevard <laughs> uh, brewing. Um I guess since we're taking that stance, but
1: oh yeah. I mean, I love Boulevard beer. <laughs> I absolutely love Boulevard. No, I really do. I I, love, I get a Tank 7 anytime I can, but I did not... You know, it wasn't for me. Mm. Uh, did you stick
0: around and catch any... O- did you see Tech 9 I did Netherfest, not. Or any other
1: bands that you are into? I did see Hilux. Mm. Hilux... Oh, yeah. oh, my God, that... Julia? Yep. Her fucking voice is, like, from heaven. Uh, God, her, she's got a great voice. Um... I saw Hembry; Those guys are amazing, and those guys... Oh, yeah,
0: they're really popping right now.
1: Yeah, like, they just got signed to Domino, which is great, and, like, Isaac is super nice. He's, like, one of the nicest guys uh, that... I mean, I've really met him like that, but from what our communication, he's very nice. Um, Who else did I see? Duncan. Duncan has a great live stage performance. Like, he just... I really like that they all jump at the same time. (laughs) Um <laughs> Can I incorporate some jumps into your next uh, set. It sounded so condescending. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I, the music it's all right, but they jump, they it's great. Jump at the same time. So <laughs> But no, like they're super tight and um it that's the thing about Kansas City. It's like there's just so many hidden little talent. Like I was at record, I was telling you before I got here yeah. before we filmed, is that I it was just that we the people Fresh to Death with Eddie Moore and, and, and Leonard Destroy and Zach Morrow and, uh, fuck, i forgot heard Dominic Sanders. And, like, th- those guys, like, they are just so fucking talented. And it's just the most fun. And it's just, like, there's just so many people like that that are just so talented, yeah. you know? And you want to just wish there was more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, speaking of the band, mm-hmm.
0: um, you've—I don't know—have have you had any shows like Super recently? I know you did like a whole string, like you did Boulevardia, and maybe even like
1: a several like a month or two before that. Also, we, we did an album release show mm-hmm. the week before Boulevardia. Yeah. Um, in that show, like we had kind of done some shows together, but that show was like our real like coming out. As a band, and I found just really, really talented guys who believe in me enough to like practice with me twice a week and like just believe in what I'm doing enough to like really make it feel like their own along with mine. So I'm just really lucky.
0: Is this the like, is this like this year the first time you've got to play with like an actual
1: band or? Our first show was on the riot room patio September 9th. Um, In that, we had four people, including me. And then since we brought in keys, um, done a few changes in the band, but now we're pretty set on the lineup. So we've just been trying to, like, we've been playing a lot. We do uh, a monthly, like, jazz, not really jazz, more like lounge singer sort mm. of thing and we're just like getting to know each other and like really feeling each other out and there's things we're working on all the time Um like there's things I want to change every practice but it's it's just such a change in the live set than going up there with a DJ and a rapper Yeah. you know like I mean you've seen it all it's just it's a better show I think. I haven't, I haven't got the... Well, I've seen videos
0: of your, your well, I mean, like ba- full band set. Just like bands as opposed to like a DJ and a rapper. I mean, it doesn't always work, but like if it's yeah. done right, no, yeah, it definitely can like elevate
1: the show to a well, whole different some, place. There's some rappers who you can tell that it's a rapper in a band. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm.
0: But yeah, you just don't want it to feel like an afterthought, you know, like just kind yeah. of throwing someone
1: on stage. Well it's like you know they you can tell the band is just like sorta and I told my band that I I don't want I want to have I want to be in a band. Yeah. You know. So we've we're definitely trying to fight that.
0: Mm. And uh who who all have you been playing with recently like with the band members like are
1: they are any of them in like other groups and stuff like that? So th- the first guy I initially hit up was name his name is Joe Newman, mm. uh, also known as Scoopy Carlisle, uh, and he is in Hate Shapes, which they put out stuff under Intelligent Sounds, yeah. so he's an Intelligent Sound guy. Um, and then the drummer Matt Wargen, he was in he's been in a plethora of projects. He was Earthbound Occupants and he got his own stuff. He was in Rev Gusto for a little while. And um, the keyboardist also is in Earthbound Occupants, and I know him through Matt. And then uh, the bass player, Justin Walker, is in Rachel Mallon, The Wild Type. So, um, yeah, like, everybody's playing a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, and
0: speaking of Rachel Mallon's band... Um, you also did a project with Jesse Bartmess, who was yes. who also po- used to play with Rachel Mallon before he moved to Los Angeles. Yeah, Jesse's yeah. like my best friend.
1: Mm. And, so, oh
0: yeah, what well was working on? Like, because you guys released an album under Bad Bad Dreamer. Bad Dreamer, yeah, uh, yeah. Like late last year, early this year. We
1: released it last year. Yeah. Uh, we released like a really devastating, sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like ambient, like chilled out, uh, hip hop pop stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't really make that. We weren't initially. We weren't going to share that with anybody, but we just decided to share it. I don't Mm know. It it, it's weird because like Secondhand King, I've worked hard to like get it off the ground, and now there's people Mm -hmm. and Bad Dreamer, like Bad Dreamers. Like it's weird that. Some people really like Bad Dreamer, and some people really hate it so i don 't know it 's a weird it 's a weird project
0: so it must like you know you 're saying you 're best friends, and like you m- were, weren 't even considering like sharing it before, so like it must have been like a really like um, organic like way that it came about right
1: well, Jesse was going through like a really shitty breakup, and then I went through a really shitty breakup. And we both made that album as like a survival technique to like. (laughs) I don't know if you've been through a really shitty breakup. You can say yes, maybe not really. No, (laughs) no. It's just it just sucks all a lot. It's just like you go home and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with my brain? And we both. Sort of had similar situations in a lot of ways, and it's just like you just you you feel so isolated. Mm-hmm. And I think me and Jesse both felt that. So I came up with like the hash the slogan "Heartbreak is okay." In that, I think I think the majority of people, and someday you even probably, you know, it happens to everybody. Yeah, you you, you hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not specifically me. No, yeah, I got you. But maybe you listen to the album and you'll like it and you understand it, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I like how I just made your heartbreak my profit. Yeah. Because I'm that guy. Yeah.
0: I'll listen to it again once, <laughs> once that happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's just like you just don't want to feel alone, yeah. and I think a lot of people have felt that way, and especially going through the heartbreak and, like, everything it's like you just there's a lot of people going through the same shit you are Mm -hmm. comes back to connectivity and love and realness and very very important
0: themes to touch on
1: yeah Yeah. very universal but you look for that probably in like people you listen to like you want to know they're really from the streets or really from the burbs or what do you what do you think like kids would like new kids coming up what would you tell them you Just gotta do do your own thing, be yourself. <laughs> and I like.
0: And you you, <laughs> you, did this last time too. Fucking uh. at the end oh, of yeah, your sh- right. show, you're, like I had to come up on the spot with some like slogan about being yourself.
1: I don't and, want anything <laughs> on the spot though. I just no, want yeah. I just want something that kind of throws you off a little bit. Yeah.
0: Because no, then yeah, you get no, real and shit. You, you did you did that in your uh, interview with Stevie too, right? You did, yeah. Uh are at. Having him open up a little bit, that's what, what you like to do, I guess.
1: I like to, like, have mm-hmm. a real moment. Break down some, some barriers. Yeah. Connect. Yeah. What are we doing other than that, uh, you know? Yeah, just... You're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. How many more opportunities are we going to have to have a conversation? Hopefully... Just you and me. Plenty.
0: I hope so. In years to come.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, like, who knows? Yeah. I could walk out and get hit by a truck tomorrow. Have you seen the show Nathan For You? Yeah. I so appreciate what he does, specifically because, like, the best moments are, like, when you don't know it's coming. Like, I don't know if you saw the episode where the gas station guy uh, admits to drinking his nephew's piss. Yeah, where
0: where he had them, like, climb up a mountain. Yeah. like, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like that.
1: Like, that... Is that's just real, man? Mm-hmm. Not thinking, not overanalyzing anything. Yeah, you know that's what I want all the time. To, to drink uh, piss, I want to drink piss. <laughs> I want to drink my nephew's piss. Oh, uh, we're sponsored today
0: by uh, ne- uh, Joe's <laughs> nephew's piss. Uh, sponsored by <laughs> young boys piss.
1: Jeez. <laughs> Be a great punk name, man, right? I
0: never like <laughs> cut stuff out of this, like due to like graphic stuff, mostly because it doesn't come up. But yeah, I'm really gonna think
1: about that one. I'm gonna show my penis. Hold on, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> is this thing okay, on? Okay. It sure is. Okay. <laughs> um, what else you
0: got? Man, whatever I ask next is, is just gonna sound like real dumb. I like, I like that you have an agenda.
1: And I like that we're trying to get it's, back it's to the not as much agenda. an agenda
0: as, like, just notes, like, stuff I want to touch on, and that you should not be looking at. No. Okay. All right. I won't look at no, it. No, no. It's just, Here. It's just for me. You, you can have your own notes, too, if there's anything. I do have my notes. To,
1: yeah. uh, someone on Bumble likes you. Oh. Joe's available. Kind of.
0: Kind of. Kind of available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pl- please um, like this video if you would swipe right yeah. and dislike it.
1: If you would swipe left, which I only drink left, left. I don't right? I've never actually <laughs> drunken young boys piss. Is <laughs> so that going to be your bio? That should be my bio. <laughs> you know what my bio is? What? Start a conversation and see what happens because nobody cares about where you've met. Do you think that helps? I don't know. Yeah. I've deleted a bumble three times. But where I, you know, whatever. What am I doing? Why am I admitting these things on camera? Because you want to connect. Yeah, I want to (laughs) connect. That's why. You want to link and build. I just think I have a problem on Bumble. Do you? Do you Bumble? No, I'm. I'm Are you in a relationship? Committed? Yes. How long you been with her? Uh, a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. That's great, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Before then, did you Bumble?
0: Uh, I tendered briefly. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's very strange. Yeah, I. Is, yeah, does it, that does that come into your your feelings about the internet and social media and connectivity at all? Yeah, is
1: that a big because okay. like I'll match with people that I like, and then I'll just be like, hmm, this is weird, and then I most of the time it's I just ghost or they or just you know it's just the internet mm. and. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just weird. It, I feel like in bigger cities...
0: Mm, yeah, Kansas City is pretty like small Kansas in that guard, regard. You'll probably, like, end up running into, the like, people you match with, like, more often here than a well, lot that's, of places.
1: that's very weird. That's a very weird part of Bumble yeah. It's like, you'll see somebody you know or you'll see somebody you matched with and then that one of you didn't talk to the other one... Mm-hmm. And like you'll walk by them, and like they'll make eye contact with you, and it's like, what do I go up to you and say, "Hey, we matched on Bumble"? Because uh, I don't think so. I don't or. have the answers for you. Hopefully
0: I mean, <laughs> please have, comment. Have you done that at some point?
1: No, yeah, I, I haven't, have. but I have walked by awkwardly people that I matched with, and especially some, people some that good eye contact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some people that I've ghosted, and that mm. it's been a weird walk by. Uh. But I won't ghost you, That's, listener.
0: You just said you you have before. What's stopping
1: you from doing it again? Well, because they, if if they're watching this, oh. they're they So, they're so real. you, you want to date a fan? I won't <laughs> 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 No, no, I don't. I want to date your fans. Okay. Yeah, they're all they're they're mostly good people. <laughs> I'd I'd recommend Are Are they? most of them. Yeah, I, for the most part. They're not gonna break my heart and stuff.
0: I uh, can't make any promises. Okay. Let's talk about music some more. All right, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was kind of wondering what um, influences, like musical influences really came up when you were working on Bad Dreamer, because like it is very different from what you've like kind of traditionally done. So like, were you listening to like a lot of like different music at the time that like you weren't usually into?
1: Yeah, I think definitely. I think... But I oddly enough wasn't listening to like electronic music. Mm. I was listening to uh, Jarvis Cocker Crocker or Cocker, Jarvis Cocker, who was in the band Pulp. In Chili Gonzales, mm. they made an album called Room Twenty Nine, um, and it's like a concept record about it's just piano and vocals, like spoken word, and they just talk about being fucking devastated in a hotel room. Some songs. Uh, and there's just other things, and I was listening to like a lot of movie soundtracks, uh, specifically Moonlight. I don't yeah, know if yeah, you've that seen that beautiful film. Great, great score. That's that score is so incredible, especially oh, yeah. like in the middle of the ocean, because it just puts me right back in that situation where uh, of what he was going through, and. I think those two specifically are what I was and then just like regular like breakup shit mm. like Bob Dylan and you know like I don't know just I did a lot of Hank Williams one
0: time that was Oh really? Yeah, he's got plenty of like sad boy tunes.
1: Dude, under country he, is it's super like the original underrated. sad boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just that that like country like there's just something very real about that twang. Mm. Secretly, I have a country album on the internet too. Do you?
0: Yeah. I'm. I'm. Next time I'm. I'm browsing. I might. You won't find do it. Do a little. No, I won't. <laughs> no. It's not on Bandcamp. Or it is, but it's not connected. Ooh. I have my work cut out for me. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. Mm-hmm. That's for. That'll be for the people to decide. Once yeah. I once I tweet the link to it. Oh god. Forward it to everyone. I'll give you a hint. Yeah, the stolen goods. The stolen goods. That's it. Is that a title track? An an album name? I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll see what's up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what else did I want to get to here? Um, oh, yeah, you, as we referred to before, you have your own podcast, Secondhand City, that you do with Dominico, and I was kind of curious, like. When you fi- like were, were you do-
1: doing it alone originally, or was Dominico there for like from the start? It started with me uh, <laughs> recording something in my room at one in the morning. Uh, it was after I watched Harmontown Town, a documentary about Dan Harmon and his podcast, and I thought it was really cool. So I did that, and then I was like, "All right, this is kind of weird." So then I had Dominico as my first guest and I just had so much fun doing it that I was like, just, Nico, do you want to just like stay? And then it just, he just kept coming and we kept talking to people and I just had so many, I've had so many real conversations with real people and made real friends just from having a camera and a mic and just having them sit right here because like, you don't talk to people at shows. Like, I, people people already have an idea of who you are at shows, and then the music plays and you're like yelling over things, and I'm sure you deal with that because you're at a bunch of shows, yeah and, and then you're a writer.
0: No, yeah, and then like the person you talked to for like two minutes, like three months ago is talking to you again. I'm like, "Who is this person? I feel bad. I don't remember. Yeah, And then you just do it again in two months, and you're like, "Oh, how's your thing going? <laughs> it's good, that's good.
1: I'm I'm sure people get offended, too, because, like, you're a writer, so people are like, hey, I'm in a project, this, this, and this, you should write about us, and then, you know, you don't, for whatever reason, even if maybe you, like, get busy, and it's like, that's one, that's a burden that I, that I think is, that must be really stressful as a writer. Yeah,
0: it's kind of weird sometimes, but... Because like you Just probably gotta,
1: don't want to be friends too much with artists too.
0: Yeah, at times, yeah. So, we're not hanging out after this. You're, oh, we're, we're sending not? you home. No. Okay. Okay. You, you, have, you, have, you have a show to get to.
1: I have a show to get to. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't leave. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> One thing I loved about the Bill Brownlee podcast because mm-hmm. I watched that whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I I really liked. Uh, I loved. I loved because uh, I feel like he touched a little bit on, like, interacting with artists, and, like, Bill Brownlee writes really... Like, he's not afraid to write something negative. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think Kansas City needs that. I think Kansas... And, you know, I think... I mean, there's got to be something to cut your teeth on or, like, some, like, tastemakers, and I know that that's stressful when there's probably people that you really genuinely like that. You just don't like their music. Yeah. And I mean, how do you handle that? How do you, uh, carefully? (laughs) Yeah. Cautiously. But you know, I think
0: if someone knows me well enough, they'll know not to take it personally and it it doesn't come up super often, at least yet. So it's nothing I'm super worried about. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask what, like, some of your favorite episodes you've had so far
1: were of your show. Of The City? Yeah. Secondhand City? The City. The City? Uh, stick figure on mm. was so great. Yeah, I think he's universally, like, a
0: great uh, radio podcast guest, because... He's just so cool, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just didn't see that coming. Well, I mean, I did, not I haven't, I haven't but... heard that episode yet. Like, what did you guys
0: get into on that one?
1: Well, he was the initial Hotbox Cookie guy. Mm. He was like, hey, you guys should try hot box cookies. And we hadn't stopped. We haven't, you know. And he, we, I mean, we just talked about life and, like, he's in Topeka and he never left. And everybody says leave, you know. And he's so, he's super talented. Um, that was really cool. Uh, Reach. Um, when we had Reach on the podcast... And Reach is, like, a Kansas City legend in a lot of ways, like, hip-hop-wise. Like, he, hip-hop and hot wings, like, he was in it. And, like, initially when I first started rapping in Kansas City, Reach was, like, somebody, and he still is, somebody that I look up to. um, And he came on the podcast and just fucking, like, dropped some knowledge. Like, just, and my favorite episodes are, like, the ones that, like, people are just, like, open. Like, people just talking about their, like, real-life problems and, you know. I mean, I don't think we had any bad episodes. Um, just because you're in my apartment, you know. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? And that's, I don't think that's what podcast, I think that's
0: what, I don't know. No, oh, yeah. No, and you, you touched on what, like, one of the things I re- I do really like about Stick Figure, which is like, yeah, he's from Topeka, he reps Topeka, and like, even if you're not like the most talented artist, which he is, yeah. like, I there's something in me that like makes me respect people who rep a small town and like don't care about like, like, yeah, they care enough about their small town to rep it super hard like hearing people rep like 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 i know that this rapper i like is from like springfield tennessee like you don't hear people like oh yeah i'm from springfield tennessee baby <laughs> like like most people in that city or, probably aren't uh his name's Sly C. okay i don't know no yeah he's with like dark world records they're really cool but no yeah like i think there's something cool about that i don't know if that's something you relate to at all i mean because kansas no, city is big great. enough to like build your own thing but like Especially if you're in a city with, like, almost zero infrastructure to, like, be a musician. I, I find that
1: really Kansas admirable. City kinda, Kansas City kind of... Kansas City sort of, like, has overdone it a little bit, in my personal opinion. In what like, regard? Like, I can't see... I just see so many KC heart shirts and KC hats and... Oh, yeah, that's very NY, ordinary. KC, LA. It's, like, just fucking cool it mm. you know but I, I but stick is super I I, am completely on the same boat especially stick like repping um, Topeka and like because there because there's stuff in every city that's I, it just tells the story better you know mm. like what, what I don't know what people do in Wichita I don't know what people do in like Eureka I don't know what people do in those small towns outside of lawrence kansas like with 500 people like what do you do for fun it's really foreign to me and i i feel like music is the connectivity to that Mm. i guess i just like to bring everything back to the connection thing oh yeah i just like to so it's all about like world it back and I'm like a Disney movie right now, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I'm all Disney'd out. Second Hand King, the uh, Disney Prince. I would love to make a musical, Aaron. Yeah. I want to turn Frankie into a musical. Yeah, you've got to speak it into existence. Let's let's do it. I would love to to see it. I want to make Frankie a musical Mm. right now.
0: Who, who who are you casting who do you, who do you
1: want in i mean them? i'm in it you're in it you're playing the lead i'll league. play Frankie. you yeah. <laughs> know yeah. um who's so your all star cast who do you, who's, who are you bringing in so the love interest will be jennifer lawrence mm-hmm. or uh no not jennifer lawrence it's a little cliche yeah. Yeah, we'll uh god uh Rooney mara not familiar have you seen her uh which which one is that like that's the That's where he falls in love with his phone? cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> Have you seen it? Oh yeah. Rooney Mar is the 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 divorcee. Mm. Uh she I I, I would like her to be the love interest. And then I got like I almost got real creepy there for a second. <laughs> it's like really like <laughs> her to be the love interest. <laughs> Swipe right on on, on Bumble. Yeah, it's
0: a film. It's a film.
1: Uh, don't worry about that. I would love if uh, Joaquin Phoenix played something. Hmm. I don't know what he would play. I don't know if he would want to not be the lead. If if I can't be the lead, he's the lead. Nice. So just the Her cast.
0: Oh, yeah. Come, coming soon to a, a stage near you. Her, that would be
1: so great. Her, her Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and Frankie is just... Me falling in love with my my tablet, yeah, or like my BlackBerry, like an out of date. Your <laughs> so your uh,
0: what do you call it? Sidekick. My sidekick. <laughs> oh, I it's, would it's make that. Movie. I wanted one of those so bad. You like, never had one? No, I. Yeah, until I had an iPhone, I just had like real lame like slide phones. You never had? Do you have a
1: razor or anything? Mm-hmm. Mm. I always wanted a razor. <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me get one, and now I'm here. You made it.
0: You you have a, a smartphone. We're, Showed we're you, here. mom. 2018. Baby. Yeah, it's
1: got a giant crack on on the top left. It's success.
0: You're 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 living life. You've got I the am. the crack in your phone. You're, Cracking my
1: you're phone. There. I'm bumbling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, man, no, I'm yeah, but here. you were saying you 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 like using your podcast as a way to like talk to people like in yeah. a comp- like you know that. You can't talk to have have a great conversation with at a show or elsewhere, like just a good excuse for that. So, who, who who's like a, a future guest that you really want to have? Like, who do you want to sit down with in Kansas City? In Kansas City? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean everyone's been Kansas City so far, get, right?
1: I'd love to get Tech Nine. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to just sit in a room with Tech Nine and just talk to him about life and you know. Uh, I'd love to get. Um, mm, I I'd love. I I'd love to to get Marty from mm-hmm. Ebony Tuss. I actually he he was on a variation of the show. Yep. Yeah. Um, that I don't want to talk about because it sort of isn't. It sort of failed a little <laughs> bit. I guess I don't know. It's a long story. I'm going to spare you the details. Okay. Um, who else? Who else would I. Would I? Henry? You know, I, I just want to talk to people that yeah, yep. seem cool. Oh, yeah. Have you had any, like, rock
0: bands or rock musicians on Rachel there? Rachel Mellon was on there. Oh, it. yeah, Rachel Mellon.
1: Um, And I feel like I. I mean, Jesse did it. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I had other people. Um, I'd love to talk to, like, Steve Tulipana. Oh, yeah. You know, or like anybody in the music scene, yeah, he's got out some stories like he's he's been out here for a minute, so. and he's such like a like the first time I got booked, I mean, I'd love to have Bill Brownlee on and just talk to him and just like hear his side of things, um Tim Finn, like anybody, anybody that genuinely cares enough. Cause it's all
0: about caring and connecting <laughs> connecting, <laughs> connecting. <laughs> and bumbling. Oh yeah. And I hope we've, we've done plenty enough connecting on today's show. I think we're going to wrap it up here in a second. Um, so I yeah. So. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to get to while you're here?
1: Listen anything, to Frankie. Anything? Listen to Frankie. Listen to Frankie on Spotify. Awesome. Um, it's out there. Yeah we can do some
0: oh yeah, go on. I was just saying we can do some plugs here in a sec. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well anyway. wait,
1: is this the plug segment? Did yeah, no, I just I'll, jump it?
0: No, no, you can you can you can go now.
1: Yeah, it's Frankie. Let's listen no, to Frankie. Right. And then tell your friends if you like it. I that's the thing. I don't I don't I I don't I just want people to hear it. I don't mm. give a shit if you like it or not. Mm. I just want people to hear it. Potentially write about it whether you like it or not. But at the end of the day, I didn't make that for anyone else. So I don't give a shit if anyone likes it or doesn't like it. Just give it a chance. I understand I'm from Kansas City. I understand that I can be sort of a joke meme sometimes. That, that's my biggest fear, Aaron, is that I'm going to do things that are... Because that, all I give a shit about is you listening to the album mm. in this entire life. That's all I care about. So I I don't want to do anything that takes away from that. Or, like, me posting too much on social media, does that make me look like a hack? I don't think so. But, you know, like, there's people I know that are not that talented that post on social media every ten seconds. And it's, like, this, like, struggle. At the same time, am I a hack? I don't know. I don't, like... I get so caught up in my head about, am I good? Am I not good? What is good? I know that this is the plug segment. This is a great plug. <laughs> this is a, you're, you're really selling it. But just listen to it with open ears. I went through something. I wanted to document it. Listen to Frankie. Awesome. And, yeah, people can follow at
0: ShuttlecockMag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Visit shuttlecockmusic.com to read all the articles, see the pictures, videos, everything. And shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com is the web store if you want to buy a t shirt, photo zine, or button. Uh, Should people follow you on social media? They should. I mean, I think so. I don't know. Where where can they (laughs) follow you?
1: You can follow me on Napster. Uh, I love plugging Napster, I'm on everything. And I also uploaded Frankie to everything. Mm. Frankie's on YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. I think it's on Tidal. It's on Pandora. Just, like, and if you like the album, follow me on Twitter, at Um If you want to know about the pizzeria. Yeah. Uh, and what's going on with that, because exciting a lot of buzz, things. A lot of buzz around town. Getting a lot of buzz. Yeah um we're gonna reach out to boulevard beer and try to work in a pizza meatball sub Mm. uh beer pizza meatball 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 sub beer beer. that's a great name for it yeah i'm really excited about that collaboration fits
0: on the label all the way i'm sure we can make it work yeah you
1: know um facebook i'm on that yeah I still don't know what to post. I don't know what you want from me on that.
0: Uh, if anyone maybe has a submission, what, what they would like to see Joe <laughs> post, uh, s- send it in. Or sure you can email him. I want to be vulnerable on social media.
1: Yeah. You know? That's all I want. Uh-huh. I want to be vulnerable on social media. So how do I get there without putting a camera in front of my fucking face? Uh, type in. Yeah, but like on Instagram, what do I do on Instagram? I, that's the thing, I don't why do I give a shit? <sighs> God, I hate myself. So there we go. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, No, yeah. I appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks for having me, man.